All right, let's talk about some stuff. We got a good one from this account that just like always shows up in my my Twitter feed, even though I don't follow her. Attractive, so that's great. You know, that's probably where she gets a lot of clicks and likes, but complete and utter brainwashed, far left liberal, probably smart, but stupid, like smart, stupid. That's what these people are, okay? Because they're really, they can be eloquent in their cherry picking. They can be smart in their dogma and their bias, and they can really hold true to a narrative and to the belief of their party, regardless of new information that comes out or regardless of really trying to find truth. So in that way, they're impressive in their ignorance. They're impressive in their dedication to being ignorant. Here's one. Breaking, Elon lost more than $18 billion after the stock market's recent drop. Anyone else think he deserves it? Now, the first thing here, this is just such a weak narrative because here's the thing. This is what people don't understand about markets. I mean, a lot of people don't understand markets. I don't get it. I mean, I guess they don't learn in school and most people don't really want to be rich or don't want to understand finance. But to me, this is like a basic human necessity for understanding. Like you should understand how money works, how markets work. If you're investing anything, if you have a 401k if anything, and you don't understand how market markets work, then you are just being negligent with your financial future. And that's just sad. When the stock market price of something goes up or down, it has no meaning on you or the stocks you hold whatsoever. If you look at it and you feel bad because you think you lost money, well, show me where that money went. What money did you lose? Do you still own the same number of shares of that company, that productive asset that is going to into the future, still making profit and growing, etc.? Or did you sell your stocks when it dipped because you got afraid and you acted irrationally and then you actually did realize a loss? If you don't sell the asset, the price in the public markets doesn't mean anything. That is simply what somebody is willing to give you for that asset today, right? But these things go up and down. Why does Warren Buffett talk about holding assets forever? Because they go up over time. And on any given day or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or whatever, the price doesn't matter. He buys companies that produce profits. What the speculators do, what Wall Street does, what the meme stock investor, investors, the public, the retail does is meaningless. It is a separate thing that is its own financial machination that has nothing to do with the underlying business. The value of Elon's holdings might have dropped 18 billion based on whether if he would sell them, right? Like, but he's not gonna sell them. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right? Now I see this a lot with Bitcoin. People too look at the price of Bitcoin, they get all emotional. Uh, somebody who I helped orange pill and buy Bitcoin said he wants to believe in Bitcoin, but since he bought it, it's been down. And I asked him, do you still own the same amount of Bitcoin? Yes. Okay, that should be the end of the conversation. I understand what he's saying because people don't understand markets. They don't understand that looking at the price on a ticker symbol online, it's kind of an illusion. Like, yeah, if you needed to liquidate it right then and there for that price, then that's what you would get from it. But if you don't, and if you're holding for a long-term thesis, if you're investing for a long-term thesis, as you should be, then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In fact, when prices dip, that's when you should buy more. They call buying the dip because every smart long-term investor knows this. You buy assets when they're cheap. This is what Warren Buffett has been doing for years and he also tells everybody to do, yet few people do it. And then you see here a reply to a tweet. If you agree, seriously, rich assholes need to pay taxes and shouldn't have all the power. Follow my friends, blah, 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 for some other liberal bullshit. Okay, so here's the thing. Capitalism, getting rich, talk about this all the time. Now, there is a problem with crony crap capitalism where you have big corporations, you have billionaires, et cetera. They fund... Uh, lobbyists, they fund politicians, they do backroom deals, they do things to write laws in their favor that benefit them and at the expense of others, okay? There's a problem with that, but that's the problem with the state. That's a state problem. That's the problem with big government. That's the problem with more laws and regulations and every year the government writing more laws and regulations, 
Okay, that's a state government uh, political problem because the reality is every human is going to do something to benefit him or herself. If you had money, if you were a billionaire and you could use that money to protect your financial interests and or create new financial interests and opportunities for yourself, you would do that. We would all do this. This is human nature. And if you pretend you wouldn't do it, you're full of shit. You're lying to yourself because you are still a human animal. Now, some people do this more than others. Some are more corrupt than others. You know, like whatever, like there's exceptions here. Generally from somebody like Musk, he's more of an innovator and he wants to create products and services. And that's where he's made most of his money. And that's what he does. Same thing with like Bezos. Like he made a bunch of money by creating Amazon, which is a net positive to humanity, period. Amazon did shitty things along the way. Yeah, any huge mega corporation is gonna do things that not everybody agrees with. It's just par for the course. If you want to innovate, if you wanna create things, you're gonna do things that put other people out of business. The automobile, every horse carriage buggy owner and horse whip creator and all these different businesses did not want cars to come on the streets, but it was better for humanity, so it did. The mainstream media did not want the internet to come so that people could share freely their ideas and that would reduce their monopoly on the narrative. But it did because it's better for humanity. So on and so forth until the end of time. This is how it will go. In a free market, you become rich by giving products and services to the market. You quite literally become rich or wealthy by having a little, I mean, you have some profit left over, maybe it's a little, maybe it's a lot, it depends. But generally the market actually reduces profit because competition comes in and lowers the prices of things and lowers the profit of things. So competition is a good thing. What you get when you have government intervention is you get monopolies and you get inflation through regulation, which all it does is it benefits incumbents like the big banks, the airlines. There's a reason there's not a lot of innovation there because they're heavily regulated industries that benefit those that already are established. That's why they're traditionally terrible service. There's no innovation. They don't really care about the customers. They have a monopoly. They're protected by the government. You get rich in a market by giving people what they want. That's the fundamental truth of free markets. So to take somebody like Musk, he's just not a good example. If you want to talk about like a Russian oligarch that got into power because there was like a political, you know, uh, upheaval and then someone handed them this oil deposit and handed them a bunch of free money and then now they benefit from that. Like if that person didn't actually innovate and do anything and they're benefiting because they're a Russian oligarch, like... Okay, you, that's that's not a free market. That's not what I'm saying. In a free market, in America, which is mostly a free market, which is you know mostly capitalist society, you win by giving what other people want. So to attack the rich is utterly preposterous. People think that getting rich means you cheated in some way. You literally cannot get rich in a market by cheating people. Some people do cheat and steal, and they you know there's rug pulls and there's Ponzi schemes or whatever, and those people are criminals. I mean, they're criminals. Like so. Really, it's just par for the course. The reality is most of these scams, most of these criminals, whether it's like ICO craze, whether it is Bernie Sanders, not Bernie Sanders, Bernie Madoff <laughs> or Bernie Sanders, another uh, fraud, socialist government, bureaucrat fraud. Most of the time, these people have these huge Ponzi blowups because they're appealing to, because the people giving them money or making these investments or whatever are just trying to make a quick buck. They're not doing their due diligence. They're not thinking deeply enough about this. They're not really doing the research and they're just investing because other people are investing and or because there's some guaranteed 20% return or whatever, as is, was the case with Bernie Madoff. I think he guaranteed like 20% returns and everyone talked about him and so he had a brand and that's why people kept giving him money. But they didn't do any due diligence. They didn't audit the numbers. They just like were happy that they got their... Uh, they were just happy they got their 20% check and they didn't really question anything and whatever. I mean, that's, again, in a way, it's the free market. If you're going to invest in ways and give money to people and do things like that, and you're not going to really vet your investments, 
then you're going to probably lose. That's true of anything. Yeah, blame the rich, just like completely and utterly ignorant. If you want to blame anyone, blame the state. And what's so bizarre about the left is what they do <laughs> is that their entire thesis is that more government is better. More government will correct and fix all these things. That's why they're so fundamentally wrong. They might even have good ideas about equality and this and that, but they believe that government is going to carry out equality. It's going to level the playing field. It is such garbage because if you look at history or look at today or look at and understand anything about political science, uh, economics, free markets, any of this stuff, if you actually try to understand it a little bit, you realize that more government creates more inequality. It removes free markets. It makes everything worse. This is a foundational principle. More government makes things worse. It does not make them better. Limited government makes things better because entrepreneurs, innovators, and the free market gets to come in and it figures everything out. It establishes equilibrium and it brings more products and services and more prosperity to more humans than anything ever, period. It's just frustrating seeing this. It's just like, oh my gosh. Oh, we got some people stuffing mail, mail ballot boxes with like tons of letters. No surprise there. Oh, this tweet I was looking at was suspended. Not a surprise there. Look at this guy. This guy's a complete and utter tool bag. 20000 per hour for a speaking fee. Dr. Ibrin X. Kindi. His name was formerly Henry Rogers. And I believe his book or whatever is How to Be an Anti-Racist. He says, to love capitalism is to end up loving racism. To love racism is to end up loving cap capitalism. Again, like just making shit up completely and utterly, absolutely batshit crazy and insane. And like this guy's built a career out of race, just like the BL BLM founders took all that money and bought mansions and shit. No recourse. Don't be suing them. Like it's just incredible. This one just really makes me sick with this, the whole abortion thing. So this is a post. He said, the hundreds of thousands of infants and toddlers in foster care waiting to find parents think the domestic supply is more than adequate as it is. So I guess under his logic is that because there is a foster care system, and from my understanding, there's a lot of people that want to adopt and it's a very broken system. But again, the state is involved. Of course, it's a broken system. If a free market got involved here, we would. this would be a much different discussion. But it doesn't change the fact that what you're saying with this logic is like you're saying that we should make it okay to kill babies, period. It, it's, just, this, it's just disgusting. And this is black or white. I've heard from a lot of people that tell me this isn't black or white, that abortion is not black or white, but it is. Because when you have another body inside of you, you have a human body, it's alive, it's feeding, and you want to justify taking that life because it is reliant on your body, what you're saying is that your body matters more than his or her body. And that's just not the way it works when it comes to the first principles of property rights and the right to life and the right to protection from murder, which is what we have made a big deal in our society. I agree with that. I think murder of anybody uh, is, is wrong. Now, I think self-defense is moral. I think if you kill somebody, and you're killed, yeah, I think probably death penalty is appropriate. I don't know. I'd have to think about that deeply. It's not something I've thought about deeply, but I mean, there are certain, there's a certain extent, like if you kill women and children or you kill a lot of people, or whatever, like, yeah, you should be put to death. You should not be given the, uh, you should not be given future life because living is the greatest gift. And if you were to take that gift from others, 
you deserve to die. So I think if I thought about that deeply, I would come to being one that believes in the death penalty. I'd have to think about it more and like understand the nuances there. Cause I think that is one of those situations where it is a little, it is tough because like, you know, you could kill somebody on accident and, and it's not premeditated, it's not on purpose. And like there's different levels of murder and vehicular manslaughter and things like that. So I don't know. I'd have to really think about that. But back to the abortion thing, the black or whiteness of this topic is very simple. Do you kill a life? Do you take a life or not? That's, that's all that matters. Everything post that, everything about uh, how the baby was conceived or how that baby will fare in the world or whether the mother wants it or take care of it or whatever, or whether the, even worse to me, like whether the mother has money, that drives me nuts. Like trying to basically say that because it's gonna be expensive to raise a child, I should therefore kill it is the most disgusting logic I've ever heard in my life, period, full stop. Absolutely fucking utterly disgusting. All of that doesn't matter and it doesn't, override the right to life and the right to personal property, which is your body, yourself, your life. That is the most fundamental human right. And we have to protect that at all costs. And all these overpopulationist bullshit, financial, economic, making about race and whatever, it's all utter political bullshit that tries to obfuscate the very simple fact that you are taking a life. That's all there is to it. It's just all there is to it. And if you don't agree with me, that's completely fine. That doesn't mean you're right, you're wrong, you're moral, you're immoral. Um, although actually maybe in some ways it does mean you're wrong and you're immoral, actually, the more I think about it. I guess I would say that it does, it probably means you haven't thought about it deeply enough. Because if you think that all these other things outside or around the abortion topic, if you think those justify taking a life, then you are pro-murder. It just is what it is. I mean, just because you might be pro body autonomy for women or this or pro like all these other things does not mean you're not pro murder because if you are pro killing a child you are pro murder it's sad it's sad that we live in a culture that is so narcissistic so coddled so selfish righteous in their ignorant beliefs that this is a thing that has become normalized absurd and it's also a sign of how broken society is and how it's crumbling. I mean, the American empire is crumbling. Like what happens next, whether it survives, whether there's a civil war, like whether it fractures off, I don't know. There's, I mean, you could literally speculate and make a solid argument for every single one of those, but either way, America is losing its dominance. It's losing its edge. It's being run by buffoons. The entire system itself is basically broken because all of these career uh, lobbyist politicians, all of the you know billions and billions of dollars in Washington and how that game is played is completely and utterly broken. The only way I think to fix it is just start over, get all of it out, right? Like, and I don't know, maybe we have to wait till all of them playing the game die. <laughs> like, do we have to literally wait till you know the young twenty somethings that understand free markets and money and these different things? Like, do we have to wait for them to come up? There's so few of them. And most of them are already thinking they're going to play that game. So if they go into politics, they're playing the pol politics game. So I don't know. It's a tough one. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. And be safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>